Good morning, my chavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time-sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Good morning and welcome to the July 24th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in and sharing your time with me this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee. I've got a new coffee here. I don't think I've ever had this one before. Maybe I have. I can't remember. I've got uh, right here in the package, there's a package right here from Aldi, their breakfast blend Keurig cups. Yeah, and I ran this through my Keurig machine, and it is really a tasty cup of coffee. This is uh, Fairtrade certified. It's 100% Arabica coffee, uh, medium roast, and it's very, very good. And I think the price was, I think, $4.69 for a dozen of these, I think, if I recall correctly. You know what? I got I to gotta, I gotta double check that. Maybe I'll double check that before the show is over and, uh, and let you know on that. Uh, try to dig up uh, my receipt or uh, maybe even get my bar scan program from my phone and uh, scan the barcode and see what the, see what the price is. But it really is a terrific, terrific cup of coffee. And I'm using my Kellogg's Cereal City coffee mug, Battle Creek, Michigan. I've mentioned this museum before in the past. And uh, it was a really nice destination. Uh, I don't think it's open anymore, but uh, I came away with a really nice coffee mug. Uh, Tony the Tiger on there. <laughs> Frosted Flakes. Ate a lot of those when I was a kid. Yeah, so uh, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Uh, and we've got some great topics. I got some late-breaking news that came in that I'd like to share with you and a few other topics of, uh, of interest that came in from viewers. So really a terrific, terrific show this morning. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. So you know what? Let's pay a few bills, and we'll get the show underway in just a moment. Well, if you saw this morning's Monday morning mailbag, you may have seen the segment regarding the Vikings Blade Chieftain Razor. Viewer Eduardo Martinez uh, told us that he had acquired a new Chieftain Odin razor, and he said that it was different from the original Vikings Blade Chieftain that he does have. He says the razor head 
was a little more compact. The end tabs are now exposed slightly, and he thinks it delivers a much more efficient shave. Well, I contacted the folks at uh, Vikings Blade, and I got a very, very kind response from them. And yes, they have updated the Vikings Blade Chieftain uh, in the same way that Eduardo had told us. They have made that razor head a little more compact, uh, and uh, they have upped the efficiency of it. The handle is now heavier. Uh, this is all based on the improvements that they did on the Chieftain uh, with the Chieftain 5BC that I've also reviewed. Now, I love the Vikings Blade Chieftain Razor. This was the razor that brought me back to the traditional wet shape. Let me back up a little bit. I found my late father's Gillette Super Speed, and he had always told me, Mark, the best way to shave is a safety razor with a single blade, a single edge. And um, you know what? All these years later after he passed away, and I bought my folks home. Uh, I was cleaning out the bathroom, and sure enough, I came across Dad's shaving gear, and there was his uh, Gillette Super Speed from 1957 in absolutely beautiful shape. It was just pristine. And um, I, I really wanted to learn the traditional wet shave. And uh, rather than uh, learn the traditional wet shave with his vintage Gillette Super Speed, I decided to get my own razor and learn with that uh, because I was afraid, I was apprehensive that if I didn't learn it correctly uh, using Dad's razor and if I uh, didn't learn the technique and I didn't learn the method, that I would walk away from it uh, forever, uh, never knowing the absolute joy of the traditional wet shave, especially using my father's razor. So I decided to learn it with another razor, and that's when I started researching razors online. Of course, I went to Amazon and I looked for a lot of them. And the Vikings Blade Chieftain really stood out as the razor to try. And uh, that is uh, the razor that I learned the traditional wet shave with. And uh, it's, an, it's an absolutely fantastic razor. And of course, uh, as the channel developed, Vikings Blade was right there giving the channel a lot of wonderful support. Uh, they first offered me discounts on razors that I started to acquire from them. And as the channel grew and uh, the subs subscribers grew, uh, that sort of thing, uh, whenever they launched a new razor, they very kindly sent it to the channel asking me to review it. And uh, yeah, they make some absolutely wonderful, wonderful razors. So Vikings Blade has been a real integral part of the channel. And, uh, you know, my sincere thanks to them. That's why I have such a soft spot for Vikings Blade. It's because their razor, the Vikings Blade Chieftain, uh, absolutely, absolutely brought me back to the traditional wet shave. And then just through using that razor, uh, they they gave the channel a lot of support. So my sincere thanks to them. So that's why we're kind of announcing here uh, a little bit ahead of time that, yeah, they have changed the design of the uh, Vikings Blade Chieftain. They've upgraded it, and they've kind of patterned, patterned it after the uh, Chieftain 5BC. That razor head is patterned after the razor head's uh, that they have on the Emperor and Crusader adjustable razors. Uh, as I understand it, I'll get a little more information and confirm this 
uh, in an upcoming Monday morning mailbag, and we'll be discussing that. And I hope to show you some of those newer razors that Vikings Blade uh, ha is releasing right now. They wanted to do it kind of quietly. I think they wanted to uh, wait before they made the announcement, and I think it leaked out. And a lot of um, a lot of folks who are familiar with the Vikings Blade brand and love their razors, uh, you know, perhaps bought another one and noticed the, noticed the differences. So it started a lot of buzz within the wet shaving community. And well, here we are. So yes, they did contact. Well, they did reply to my email and said, yes, you know, we have changed things. We've upgraded things and we're going forward with it. Now, in regards to the Chieftain Jr., that has also changed. As you, as you may recall on this morning's Monday morning mailbag, I mentioned that it appears they are uh, marketing the Chieftain Jr. now at Lady Wet Shavers. And, uh, and it was confirmed uh, by them to me that, yes, that's exactly the direction they're going in. Uh, they are rebranding the Chieftain Jr. as, I believe, the Chieftain Athena, and they are directing that at uh, Lady Shavers. They are saying that they have received some wonderful response uh, from women wet shavers. They absolutely love that razor. It is milder than the Chieftain, the original Chieftain, and uh, uh, end tabs of the razor blade are exposed a little bit again in the razor head, but it makes it much more maneuverable, and it has a milder, a milder approach than the original Chieftain, which is why women have really taken to it. Also has some really, really nice heft to it, and uh, their research indicates that a lot of women are coming back to using traditional safety razors, and this Chieftain Athena is right at the top of their list. So it's gaining a lot of momentum in that market. So even if you're a, if you're a, a, a guy who does the wet shave, don't let the word Athena turn you off. It's a fantastic, fantastic razor. I have it, and I absolutely love it. When I need a nice, mild shave, that's, that's one of the razors I will reach for. It's absolutely fantastic. So I think they're also going to ch change the, the color plating scheme on, on that particular razor. I think they might be dropping the chrome uh, and going with a rose gold, uh, I think is what I'm hearing. Again, I have to uh, wait to get a little confirmation on all that, but this is a little bit of tease. I'm going to uh, hopefully hear. I've responded to their reply, and I haven't gotten a reply back yet. So when I hear back from the folks at Vikings Blade, I'll be able to kind of give you some more details, and we'll do that in an upcoming Monday morning mailbag, and hopefully be able to show you some of the razors that they are launching, that they're the newly designed Chieftain razors. That sort of thing. So yeah, some really, really exciting news coming out of Vikings Blade. And my thanks to uh, Eduardo Martinez for the heads up on this. Eduardo, thank you very, very much. And also my sincere thanks and heartfelt appreciation to everyone at Vikings Blade for uh, keeping me in the loop on all this, but also for the wonderful support that they've given the channel over the years. Many, many, many thanks. They were right there at the beginning of the channel's launch, and I am very, very grateful to uh, all their support. So that's the update regarding Vikings Blade and the Chieftain Safety Razor from them. And uh, more to follow uh, on an upcoming Monday morning mailbag.
One correction before we go any further. The Vikings Blade Chieftain Safety Razor being marketed to Lady Wet Shavers, it's not called the Athena. It's called the Chieftain Eva, E-V-A, the Chieftain Eva. I don't know why I called it the Athena. I just, I don't know, a brain hiccup. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, so it is called the Chieftain Eva. This is the razor being marketed to uh, Lady Wet Shavers, the Chieftain Eva. Again, my apologies and sorry for the confusion. This past Saturday, I posted a review of the Gem Micromatic Clog Proof Single Edge Razor. This is a vintage razor. I acquired it for about five bucks. I cleaned it up a little bit and it delivers a really, really wonderful, wonderful shave. As I've said, these razors are the best kept secret in the traditional wet shaving world. And uh, you can get these at a very, very nice price. Uh, and I received an email from viewer Charles Price in regards to that video. Of course, we had some really, really nice positive feedback from a lot of viewers regarding that video. So my thanks to everyone out there. But uh, Charles has an eBay store where he sells some vintage uh, wet shaving gear. Of course, Charles donated an absolutely beautiful vintage straight razor for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. That is absolutely a spectacular, spectacular straight razor. And whoever wins that is going to really be given a wonderful start on a straight razor wet shaving journey. Absolutely. But Charles also deals with some other vintage razors, uh, Schick injectors, that sort of thing. And here's what he wrote. Mark, just watched your gem video and just wanted to tell you that the demand has really gone up. I had a few on my eBay store and I couldn't keep them in stock. They are great shavers and I'm glad you're helping get the word out. All the best, Chuck. Well, thanks very, very much, Chuck. And yes, a, a few other viewers have told me that they have noticed demand for these vintage gem micromatic razors also increase. They're also saying that the prices are starting to go up as well. So uh, now is probably the time to get one of these razors if you can find them before the prices really start to go up because the demand for these razors uh, is increasing right now. So I, I, that's, I guess that's good news because a lot of people are discovering what wonderful shavers they are. Again, a little bit of a different approach in the shaving angle. You'll want to check out that uh, video that I did of it uh, because it is, uh, it's known as a straight razor on a pole because you hold it, uh, you hold that razor head in a similar angle as you would a, a straight razor. So it's a much more shallow uh, angle of approach. Uh, but it really delivers a nice, nice shave. And uh, someone else pointed out, and I can't remember who, but uh, it seems that with each new release of the uh, Gem Razor, they got milder. So something that uh, was made uh, in the 20s or 30s, something like that, like these Gem Micromatic clog proofs and open comb razors, they're going to be a little more aggressive than, say, the uh, Bullet Tip. Uh, micromatic uh, bull tip gem razor uh, that was released maybe 10, 15 years later. I'm not really sure of the timeline, but uh, the point is is that uh, the the more recent gem razors, 
later on in the late 40s, early 50s. These are milder than those original gem micromatic razors. And I have noticed that as well. But they all deliver some really, really wonderful, wonderful shaves. And uh, just make sure you get the proper razor blade for that razor. I've always stressed this. Do not get a razor from the hardware, from the, from the paint aisle in a hardware store. Make sure you get a razor that is specifically labeled as a razor blade for shaving. Razor blade for shaving. I sometimes use the words razor and razor blade interchangeably. My apologies. I should be clear on that. Make sure you get a razor blade for the gem razor that is specifically labeled for shaving. Uh, many times folks will get these single edge razors, uh, razor blades that are used for scraping off paint and scraping off wallpaper. And they pop it into that, <laughs> to that razor and they find out, oh my gosh, this is getting a horrible shave. Yeah, because it's not made for shaving. So, <laughs> so make sure you get a razor blade specifically labeled for shaving. You pop it into that uh, gem micromatic or uh, any of those gem razors and you will get an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. So uh, my thanks to Charles Price for the, uh, for the update on the gem razor and how the demand for these uh, has gone up. You can check out his eBay store by searching for the user Breezy Shaving. Breezy Shaving. That's B R. E-E-Z-Y-S-H-A-V-I-N-G, Breezy Shaving. That's his username. That'll take you right to his eBay store where you can see all of his vintage razor offerings. And if you want to drop him a line, his email is breezyshaving at gmail.com. My thanks again to Charles Price for that update regarding gem razors. Well, I received an email from viewer John Kaczynski that included a shaving tip and a humorous anecdote. And this is something that I'll be sharing with you on the Monday Morning Mailbag. But because it came in after this recent Monday Morning Mailbag was already published and scheduled uh, for um, uh, the 24th, I thought I'd share with you here on the second cup because it did come in after the Monday morning mailbag was completed. So uh, here's what uh, John wrote. The subject heading was uh, a tip and a humorous anecdote. Hi, Mark. I have a tip that you might be able to use as well as a funny story. If you ever decide to map your beard, here's a little tip I learned. Take a credit card and lightly rub the edge across your face. When the card moves against the grain, you might feel light resistance and a very audible feedback. Some people even go as far as drawing a diagram of the grain of their beard to help them remember and assist them while shaving. I imagine knowing the grain of your beard would be especially helpful to those using a straight razor. Well, thanks very much for this tip, John. Now, my understanding of mapping a beard has always been you allow your beard to grow out for two or three days, and then you observe which direction that whisker grows in. And I think a lot of other wet shavers understand this to be the traditional or acceptable method of mapping your beard. You let your beard grow out two, three days. You look at the direction the whisker is growing. That way you know 
whether or not to shave with the grain, uh, against the grain, uh, that sort of thing, as you're, as you're mapping your beard. That is, that is, you'll know which direction the whisker is growing in, so you'll know which direction to shave with the grain in the various areas of your face. And, then the, and, and of course, you'll know which direction to shave against the grain, across the grain, that sort of thing. That's what mapping the beard does for you. Uh, because not not everyone's whisker grows uh, in the traditional up and down direction, uh, where uh, as you're going north to south, uh, you would be shaving with the grain. Most of us would be shaving with the grain because the whisker is growing uh, downward. Uh, some some folks out there have the whisker grow in the opposite direction or across the face. That's why you want to map your beard. Now, this credit card tip seems to me to be a great method to help expedite mapping the beard because you don't have to wait to grow your beard uh, over a two- to three-day period. You could just have one day's worth of beard growth, and you can use that credit card just to move it across that whisker. And as you say, you get that light resistance and that little bit of audible feedback, and that'll tell you (laughs) which direction that whisker is growing in. That's really a very, very helpful tip. So thanks very much for sending it along, John. Really, really do appreciate it. And of course, here's the funny anecdote, and I think anyone who uses Phoenix Shaving Wet Shaving Gear will appreciate this one. Uh, And he writes here, here's a funny anecdote. My daughter, son-in-law, and grandson were recently in town and staying with us for a few days. One day, I came home from work, and my wife told me that my son-in-law came out of the bathroom after showering, and he was shivering. He asked her, what is that soap? Apparently, he saw a black bar of soap and thought, oh, cool, charcoal soap. It was mentholated cube 2.0, laugh out loud. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand Uh, he was getting a a real good dose of menthol (laughs) from the mentholated cube 2.0. He got clean, I think, (laughs) but man, yeah, (laughs) I can imagine uh, it did give him a Quite a cooling down, let's say. Absolutely. That's very, very fun, uh, fun anecdote there, John. Thanks very, very much for uh, passing it along. And uh, as you know, I love the Cube 2.0. I love the mental, mentholated version. It does have activated charcoal in it, so I guess your son-in-law was partly correct in looking at it and thinking charcoal soap because it does have activated charcoal in it. But it's got that nice dose of menthol in there. And, of course, uh, I love using it uh, for all my shaves as a pre-shave to clean my face and also to work up a pre-shave lather. It has just been absolutely a wonderful addition to my shaving routine and an absolute game changer. So I do, from time to time, switch it around with uh, a shaving oil and some other creams uh, as pre-shave, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the Cube 2.0 mentholated version is definitely my go-to. I do have the Cube 2.0 non-mentholated, but you know... I, I have yet to crack that open. I'm always cracking open the mentholated version of the Cube 2.0. So um, that's that. I, I guess I should probably do away with buying the non-mentholated version because I very, very seldom use it. I have one in in uh, in my uh, my uh, towel closet, my linen closet, that I have yet to open up. So I'm always reaching for the mentholated. And when I run out of the mentholated, I'm not reaching for the non-mentholated. I'm just ordering 
ordering another mentholated cube 2.0. So yeah, I like it a lot. And uh, your your son-in-law probably learned how much <laughs> how much we like it as well. So thanks very much for the shaving tip and the fun anecdote, John. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, in this morning's Monday Morning Mailbag, we talked about the Henson Razor and the naming convention that may have been used in naming the Henson Aluminum and Henson Titanium Razors. Uh, this was sent in to us by uh, viewer Garch1995, also known as Gary, and it was in the questions and comments segment this morning. So if you haven't seen the Monday Morning Mailbag, Get over there and check that out. It was a really, really interesting factoid as to how Henson possibly, probably named their razors. Really, really interesting, and I really enjoyed relating that little factoid to all the viewers out there. And my thanks again to Gary for sending it along. It really was quite interesting. Now, in a related note regarding the Henson razor, Jimmy V Photography sent in a rather mini review regarding the RK razor blade that comes with your Henson razor. Uh, and here's what he wrote. Uh, Hi, Mark. I just did my third shave with the RK blades that came with my Henson Titanium Plus. Really, really nice. Now, he writes TI++. Uh, really, really nice. I had mistakenly figured that they were just some add-on blade or something like that. I was totally mistaken. These blades rock. I'm normally a two-and-done guy, but I figured give a shot for a third pass and see what happens. Felt totally fine. No extra passes or anything to get to a BBS. Now, I've only used these in my Henson, so I don't know how they would work in other razors. I think I'll give them a try in the Phoenix Copper Double Open Comb Twist Adjustable Razor. I so wish we could grow facial hair on demand so I didn't have to so I didn't have to wait a day or two between shaves to test out new blades. Laugh out loud. Yes. <laughs> I sometimes feel that way too, Jimmy. Absolutely. I'm off to shoot day three of an outdoor music festival. It's so hot I feel like I'm going to melt, but it's live music from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m., so it's fun. Have a great weekend, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy is a professional photographer, and it's absolute, he's an absolute artist when it comes to that sort of work, and he travels all around the country, even all around the world, doing these photo shoots. So, uh, And he has related to us how he packs his uh, shaving gear to take with him uh, in his checked luggage whenever he's flying out of town. And uh, if you haven't seen what he uses, check out some of the previous Monday Morning Mailbags where we talk about what he uses in the way of razor cases and that sort of thing. He's, a, he's adapted some of the cases from uh, his photography uh, that, that, that house some of his photographic equipment, and he has adapted those for his uh, razors and blades and brushes, that sort of thing. Really, really neat, neat little shaving tip hack that he uses when it comes to those cases. So uh, really grateful that he has passed that along. But regarding the RK blades, yes, when the Henson was first launched, they were recommending Astra blades. And uh, the Astra blades are, are platinum coated. And uh, I popped those into the um, 
Henson razor, uh, the Henson mild razor, and they were wonderful. And I believe they did send you a tuck of five Astra blades with the Henson razor. And they worked very, very well. The RK blades are specifically designed for the uh, Henson razors. Here's what they have to say about them on their website. These stainless steel double-edged blades are specifically made to the dimensions of the Henson AL13. RK shaving double-edged blades have an extremely high quality of manufacturing with consistent performance and sharpness that performs well when paired with the Henson AL13 or TI22. A 100-pack of blades should last a typical shaver two to three years. This blade will work in all double-edged safety razors. Uh, now, I did a review of these in my uh, Henson Mild. Beth Jones very, very kindly sent along some of these RK blades, and Rodney Ripplinger sent along the RK Chromium. So I don't know what the I don't know I don't know yet how those Chromium blades work in the Henson razor. I can't remember if I use them or not. Uh, this was last year, so I'll have to go through my files and see. Uh, what you know how they perform but you know what this is now that i'm talking about this is a great a great subject to do to pursue in a new video so i might do that and kind of compare uh the chromium and the stainless blade during a shave just kind of maybe swap it out in the henson mild uh, mild razor anyhow they're specifically made the rk blades are specifically made for the henson razor and they are they are stainless steel and in my review i stated that Wow, the Henson Mild really tamed the blade, but the blade certainly upped the efficiency of the razor and just maintained its smoothness and efficiency. They worked really, really well. So as long as we're talking about the Henson razor today in Monday Morning Mailbag, I thought I'd follow it up with this uh, email from Jimmy V uh, regarding the RK blades. It just fit in so perfectly. So my thanks to Jimmy for sending along this mini review of the arcade blade. So folks, if you have a Henson razor or if you're considering a Henson razor, uh, know that these arcade blades will pair up very, very well. And they are a stainless steel blade. Now my understanding of stainless steel blades, and someone out there, correct me if I'm wrong, stainless steel blades are, have a little more edge to them than say a platinum coated or chromium coated blade. That's always been my understanding. I'm sure that the stainless steel blade has some sort of coating there, but it's not the same as a platinum or chromium coating, which seems to soften that edge a little bit. The stainless steel uh, blade has a little more edge, a little more growl. And when you put that into a Henson razor, say the Henson Mile, which is what I have, it really uh, improves the efficiency, but that razor, that Henson razor head, really uh, helps uh, to smooth out that edge, so to speak, without having to have that that coating. That's kind of the way uh, I've I felt it uh, it appeared in my shave. That's how that's that's the sensation that I got, and uh, yeah, I really like them a lot. So I I too am looking forward to trying them in other razors, uh, especially mild razors, and see how they up the efficiency. Uh, we talked about the uh, Yates Precision Manufacturing Razors in today's Monday Morning Mailbag. I want to try an RK blade in the Winning Razor, which is a nice mild razor. And the shape of that razor head is reminiscent uh, uh, and similar to the Henson 
uh, razor uh, razor head. It has that angle built into it that allows you to find the perfect shaving angle uh, angle of approach uh, every single time. A great razor uh, for beginners. That winning razor is a great razor for beginners, as is the Henson razor. Uh, and also know, we will give you a little reminder here, that the Yates Precision Manufacturing Company is bringing back the winning razor. So look for that one to launch again. And my thanks once more to Charles Smith for allowing me to purchase the winning razor from him. And he put a really nice high polish to it because the winning razor, when it was sold by the Wet Shaving Club, it uh, had a machine finish. And uh, he acquired a few of those and uh, polished them up, and they look absolutely spectacular. So hopefully if Yates Precision Manufacturing is listening to this podcast or if they saw the Monday morning mailbag this morning, uh, they'll consider offering two versions of the winning razor, one with the machine finish and uh, one with a high polish finish. I think those would be very, very popular. Either of those would be very popular with wet shavers. But uh, looking forward to using the RK Blades again in my Henson Mild and also in the Winning Razor and some of the other mild razors that I have out there. So my thanks again to Jimmy V Photography for passing along the mini-review on the RK Blades in his Henson Titanium Razor. Thanks very, very much, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. And folks, know that this RK Blade is specifically designed for the Henson Razor. It fits like hand in glove that's what I stated in my review. That's what I found. Uh, yeah, very, very precisely made and fits perfectly with the Henson razor. So check them out at Henson Shaving, the RK Shaving Stainless Steel DE razor blade, and uh, know that a hundred of them uh, are uh, still $9.95 uh, USD uh, on their website. They were $9.95 last year. Uh, last March, I believe, is when I did the review. And here we are a year later, a little more than a year later, and the price hasn't moved. So that's really, really great to hear as well. So thanks again, Jimmy V. Really, really do appreciate the mini review on the Henson Titanium Razor and the RK Shaving Stainless Steel DE Razor Blade. Now, from time to time on the Monday Morning Mailbag, we've been talking about Colonel Conk's glycerin soaps and how they have been, uh, I guess, discontinued, you could say. At least that's what we're hearing. Colonel Conk introduced a new formulation of their shave soap, and it's no longer that great traditional glycerin-looking soap that we're all used to. And the one great thing about buying those Colonel Conk shaving soaps, those glycerin shaving soaps, is that you could easily melt them down, either in a hot pan of water, uh, in, a, in a separate container. That's what I did. I would take a, like a Pyrex, uh, a, uh, Pyrex uh, pitcher and put that, uh, let that sit in a, a warm um, skillet of water, and then I would throw the puck in there, and then that warmth from that water, almost boiling, would melt that soap. And then you could pour it into a, 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 a container, any kind of, sh any size shaving bowl or uh, shaving mug. And, uh, or you can microwave it, just microwave it and pour that into a, a shaving bowl or a shaving mug. That was great. And it looks like Colonel Conk does not offer that kind of glycerin shaving soap anymore. Uh, again, if you've heard differently, if they still do, please send me an email at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And uh, I'd like to pass that information along. But from what we're hearing, Colonel Conk 
not offering that kind of shave soap anymore. They've switched to a different formulation. Well, I received this from James Sefton, and he wrote, uh, Hey, Mark, maybe something you could use on a second cup. I don't hear much about Henry Cavendish soap, but I recently got some, and it's a really great soap, and it melts really well, just like Colonel Conk used to. Just something I thought it would pass along. Hope you have a great day, and thanks again for all the great information, and keep up the great videos, James Sefton. James, thanks very, very much for this. I was not aware that Henry Cavendish was this kind of shave soap. Now, if you go to the Amazon page, and I will link to this one, I'm looking at Henry Cavendish Eucalyptus Mint Shaving Soap. They also offer some other scents like sandalwood, etc. Uh, what they say here... Uh, is, well, here, it's a 3.8-ounce puck for $14.74, just so you know. But what they say here is larger in size than average mug of shave soaps will last about three to six months. 20 seconds in a microwave fits it to any size shaving mug. How about that? So this is a glycerin-based soap like Colonel Conk used to be. And they're even saying here on their product page, hey, it's a glycerin soap. You can melt this very, very easily and fit it into any shaving mug or shaving bowl. Now, here's some of the product specifications on it right here. Uh, eucalyptus mint, a soothing shave soap with shea butter and soy. It makes sense to spend a little extra to ensure you're getting the best shave possible. A great shave is all about the right products. Here we're, here's where they emphasize it again. Traditional English glycerin-based shave soaps are best as they lubricate your skin and keep it slick during the shave. For a quality shave, choose a razor with quality blades and keep them sharp. Here's their benefits and features. A moisturizing round shaving soap that offers the old-time tradition of mug and brush shaving. Creates rich, creamy lather. Softens beard for a smooth, close shave. Comforts and soothes skin for silky, soft results. Replenishing shea butter, well, this is under key ingredients. Replenishing shea butter moisturizes and revitalizes dull skin. Soy extracts comfort and condition for softer skin. High glycerin content contributes to its extreme mildness and luxurious silky lather. Oh, this sounds really wonderful. And as they say here, this shaving soap is a notch above other shaving products. With minimal, all-natural ingredients, it has no artificial color or fragrance or contains nothing you can't pronounce. I am really intrigued by this. I'm going to get some of this. It's made in America, Henry Cavendish Eucalyptus Mint Shaving Soap. That's the one that I'm looking at uh, as far as a scent. But they also offer... Um, let's take a look here. Himalaya shaving soap, sandalwood, lavender. Uh, what else do they offer here? Uh, they have, yeah, those, I think those are the three that they offer here. Let's take a look at Himalaya and see what kind of scent that is. If they, if they expound on that, uh, at all. Nah, not really sure they do here as far as they really don't expound on what that is. Uh, that that Himalaya scent is. Uh, that's another one I'm very very interested in um, 
in trying here, but as they say, American-made shaving soap easily creates rich lather. It lubricates razor for a slick cushion and comfortable shave. Lather is long-lasting, unlike many shaving creams, foams, and gels, which dry out. Uh, so yeah, and again, they emphasize 20 seconds in a microwave fits it to any size shaving mug. Wow, that is really exciting to know that uh, this glycerin soap from Henry Cavendish is available. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. I'm going to give it a go and, uh, <laughs> you know, get a review done on it and talk about it in Monday Morning Mailbag. I think I'm going to go ahead and order this. I think I'm going to order the uh, eucalyptus mint because I could pair it up with some of the aftershaves I have from Parasso and the Phoenix shaving, uh, you know, that sort of thing, uh, where they have that nice eucalyptus menthol kind of aftershave scent to it and feel. So yeah, I think that'll pair up really, really, really nicely with those aftershaves. So my thanks to James Sefton for passing this along. This is wonderful information. Folks, we'll have a link to this below. Henry Cavendish Glycerin Shave Soaps. Wow, this is absolutely exciting, exciting to find out. Exciting news, really. Thanks very much, James. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I wanted to mention a movie that was recently released on July 21st, 2023, this past Friday. And that movie is Oppenheimer. I have not seen the movie yet, but I wanted to give you a little bit of inside baseball on the best way to view this movie. Now, it's being referred to as Kroppenheimer. <laughs> now, what does that mean? Well, the movie was shot for IMAX theaters. So if you want to see the full frame, the full image on screen, the best way to see it is at an IMAX 70 millimeter theater. That's the way it was shot. If you're going to be viewing this movie in a non-IMAX theater, know that the top and the bottom of that frame is going to be cropped. You'll have a, more of a letterbox uh, image to view, but you're going to be missing uh, material or information from the top of the frame and the bottom of the frame. And so the best way to see this movie is in an IMAX 70 millimeter theater. Now, I found an article online from the AV Club uh, where the headline is Kroppenheimer explained how to pick the best format to watch Oppenheimer. And they go through uh, the explanation of uh, the different formats that this movie is available in. And uh, here's what they say. What is Kroppenheimer? There's a lot of conversation online about how to see Oppenheimer or at least how to see all of it. IMAX 70 millimeter is the only way to guarantee you'll see the full uncropped Oppenheimer. In theaters that don't have the capabilities to project the full Oppenheimer, the film will be cropped, which is why some people refer to non-IMAX 70 millimeter prints as Kroppenheimer. So there's a, a full detailed explanation in this article regarding the IMAX format and how the movie was shot and how it's going to be projected and a lot of the ins and outs of it, which are really too detailed for me to get into 
right here, but I will provide the link in the description below the podcast. So if you want to, you can check it out. Know that it this article is available at um, the AV Club, linked from uh, msn.com. So I will, again, provide that link below so you can get directly to it. So it really is a, an interesting take on how the movie is being shown. And uh, for me, uh, boy, I think I want to get to an IMAX theater to see this so I can see that full frame, see all the information, and see it, see it as the director had intended it to be viewed. Uh, that's, just, that's just my opinion on it. Um, of course, if you don't have an IMAX theater uh, nearby, uh, you'll have to settle for the cropped version, but uh, you know, I'm, still, I'm, I'm sure it'll still be a nice, uh, a nice theatrical experience. If you've seen the movie, uh, please comment. Let us know uh, how the movie was. It's supposed to be a really, really terrific movie. Uh, at least that's what I've heard, generally speaking. I haven't really, really read any detailed reviews yet. I've just heard that the buzz on this movie is very, very good. So, uh, Oppenheimer, if you want to see... If you want to see Oppenheimer as the director intended, go to an IMAX 70mm theater. If you can't get to one of those theaters, you'll be watching Oppenheimer. (laughs) So I just wanted to pass that along to you. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show, and I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. Mm